Fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Hello everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm your host, Kristen Cantrell, and today I have the beautiful Rachel Foster here. I cannot wait to dive in and learn more about you and your business and talk social media and creativity and innovation. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, my best friend's name is Kristen, so I knew from the get-go we were going to hit it off. I love that. Um, and you spell it the correct way as yes, well. Yes, I do. With the E and the I-N. So. Yes. Um, but yes, I am from Nashville, Tennessee, where real estate has been booming the last several years. Um, moved here about nine years ago now. Uh, met my husband. We found a apartment off Craigslist. And then we had this crazy idea that we really wanted to make Nashville our home and have a family here. And, um, you know, we've just kind of climbed that ladder and, and made this beautiful life for ourselves. And it's taken, you know, a lot of hard work, um, but it's something that I'm very proud of and passionate about, um, especially being, you know, my own business owner, if you will. So, um, yeah. No, I love that. I love that you, you know, nine years ago, and I think that that seems like such a long time, but it's really not. How long have you been in real estate? I um, have been in real estate. It'll be seven years in August. So you moved out to Nashville. Yeah, you were doing something different, and then you got your license. What intrigued you to get started in real estate? So I come from um, a a gymnastics and cheerleading background, and I've done that competitively my entire life. That was my identity. That's who I was. So when everyone else was in college, you know, that they had their heart set on like, I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be this or that. I had no idea. And it took me a while to figure it out. And I I never had someone tell me when I was 18 years old that it was okay that you don't have your whole life, you know, figured out of what you want to do. And so... Um, when I moved to Nashville, it gave me a space to finally be done with cheerleading since I did that in college. And I used that whole first year and a half to just kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And um, I finally just was walking around my neighborhood and noticed that all these homes were starting to, you know, be redeveloped or renovated or torn down. And that really uh, started to intrigue my interest. So I would like research what, you know, they were selling for after, you know, they've been torn down. And um, I was like, maybe I can, I can do this. And so I talked to my mom who owns her own insurance agency. And she was like, you, you've seen how, um, you know, I've, I've built this business. So it's going to be the same for you. You have to do whatever it takes. And so I just jumped in full force and I, I quit my job. I gave my, you know, two week notice and I just went, got my license and, Never look back. 
That is so fun. I love I love the stories when somebody has like you're literally I can picture you walking down a street and you're looking at the houses and you're wondering and that's when you figure out what you want to do. I gave myself my 20s to figure out what I wanted to do and I didn't figure it out until I actually just got a job in the real estate industry. I got hired um, and I think that it's kind of crazy, but, but I think a lot of people do put that stress on them because they're like, oh my gosh, I need to know, I need to plan, I need to know all the things when you're 18, 19, 20, that's just so unrealistic. We're supposed to be working till we're 65. And so I feel like giving ourselves that time. And I know for me, giving myself all of my 20s to figure it out was such a blessing for me. I actually did insurance like your mom, which I think is so similar to real estate. Um, but yeah, so I love that story. So let's talk a little bit about creativity and innovation, because I feel like I really connected with you there when I was reading your questionnaire. And I feel like, um, you know, when you're building a business, that is such a fun part of it. And I know that that's really like something that you've been able to like be creative and innovative utilizing your social media platforms. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So um, I got in to real estate, you know, before COVID and before real estate, um, I feel like on social media was like the thing to do. And so I, I was like 2016, 2017, I just shared, I, I'm an overshare anyway. So I just love to share on social media what I'm doing. And so I would just show like the not so pretty things of like being at a home inspection, like under the house in the crawl space and, you know, just kind of showing those r real raw things in real estate that aren't always so picture perfect. And I actually had a lot of reaction with that. Like, you know, if something fell out of contract, I would kind of talk about why that happened and ways that we could prevent it moving forward and, and just use it as an education. So then we roll into, um, you know, 2020 during the pandemic, I was four months postpartum with my brand new baby and I wasn't going to happy hours anymore to meet clients. I wasn't, you know, out doing those things, which I was already very um, present on social media. So that year of, you know, everyone staying at home and already trying to move over into the social media and video space, I was already there. So um, I just, you know, I remember sitting in a class and when I just got my real estate license and they told me, you know, you need to cold call, you need to do this and that. And I just was like, that's not me. And I followed all these bloggers on <laughs> Instagram and I'm like, they make me want to buy that sweater. So maybe I can take this into in real estate and make people want to buy a house from, you know, the things that I'm sharing, uh, just like those influencers do. So um, I would say I get like 80% of my business through social media now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm laughing inside because I had a Zoom call with an agent out of Montana yesterday who's moving brokerages. And she told me that her mentor, he's an older guy and he's very, very archaic. And he says, you have to be in the office for three to four hours a day, cold calling five days a week. And she has 20,000 Instagram followers. And the minute you look at her Instagram, you connect with her. And I said, and she, or she told him, she said, this is where I want to spend my time finding my clients. And he said, well, I know that doesn't work because my mentor tested it out and it doesn't work. And I just was like, that is so random because so it works for so many people and she was you know I'm like you just I think you need to 
not be working with him because I feel like, you know, yeah, it's- yeah. And then, it was just like, I, I, I was posting, you know, pictures and like showing tours and stuff. And I was like, how can this not work? I mean, this is like, I'm in front of, you know, I, I had, you know, a couple thousand followers at the time when I got started into real estate. And I'm like, this is already a great sphere that you have. And, you know, everyone can choose their own way of like, if they want to incorporate their personal with their business, but I do, I like to show, especially now with, you know, AI and, you know, robots calling you all the time. I want to show that I'm a real person, that I have um, other stuff going on other than real estate. And that might be the same interest of someone else that's, you know, looking to buy a house in Nashville. And, you know, I'm sharing that I've went to this concert or I've, tried this new place to eat so they can see that like hey she doesn't just sell real estate she actually lives in the community and is doing stuff and they can use me as a great resource um you know I kind of use social media as like this is my resume um and also just kind of like a you know a a dating profile if you will for a house (laughs) so what do you feel like some of the like most you know, effective posts that you're doing or reels that you're doing, what has been the most effective um, to help you with getting 80% of your business off of social media? So I do a lot of stories um, and in regular posts as well. I would say majority of my regular posts that are geared toward real estate are educational, just, you know, you know, steps to, to finding a house, to getting pre-approved or how to sell your house. Whereas some of my reels are just a little bit different. They're a little bit more um, fun. They can be of house tours or um, sharing moments of being, you know, a working mom and trying to to juggle my job as well. And, you know, we're all trying to find that balance. Uh, I'm sure that's that's a big word that we all use, but um, it it relates to a lot of people and people connect to that because other people um, feel those same struggles within their jobs as well. Oh, they totally do. Um, and yeah, I mean, building likability on trust on Instagram, especially when you've been doing it like you have for a while, it's super easy. You just show up. It becomes for people that are afraid of video and showing up on stories and showing up with your face and you don't like the way you look or you don't like the way you sound. I feel like nobody really does. It just gets easier and it becomes a habit. Right. And so now probably for you, like you probably share, you know, five, 10, 15 stories a day just because it's part of your process now. And so that's why you're getting leads coming through your social media. Yes. And I really do look at my analytics too, now that I've been doing it so long to just really see like what posts, um, you know, a lot of people interacted with or shared with. And then I try to, you know, just recycle things because, you know, people don't remember what you posted six months ago. So to put that pressure on yourself to always be creating new content. It's like, no, use recycled content of things that worked for you several months ago and keep reposting that and just keep showing up um, because that's the only way people are going to remember you and, and come to you when they need something that you're, that you're able to help them with. Do you batch content? I don't. Um, I, I've tried, but I like to do it like in the moment mm-hmm. and Sometimes I'll go on like little breaks where I'm like, I'm burnt out. And then other times I get into this like real creative mode and like pump out a a bunch of good posts. But for me, that feels more organic. And then instead of me trying to push out something that doesn't um, feel 
as organic, I guess. And um, I, I've noticed too that those posts that I, I am forcing myself to do just because I feel like I need to get something out in front of everyone never does as good as the things that take me like five minutes to, to put together. So I'm the same as you. I hate batching because of the same thing. It just, you feel unauthentic, right? And so for you and I, for us to show up online, like we want to show up raw, real and connect where I do see other people and I can tell they're batching because they're almost like a robot. It's like, okay, she's reading from a teleprompter. He's reading from a teleprompter and it just becomes not fun. And I think that when you're using words like, you know, social media allows me to be creative and innovative. I feel like it takes that creativity away almost because it's just becoming like, so I don't know, not fun. Yeah, and I did video production ever since I was in, like, middle school and did that all through high school. So video for me has always been, like, a natural thing. So when people ask me all the time, like, how do you do these videos and social media and all that? And I'm like, just do something that speaks to you and and, and feels authentic for yourself. Because if you try to do, like, whatever's trending or whatever, it's... People can feel that, you know, if it doesn't feel good for you, then it's, it's not going to be received as well either. But I also agree, like just getting used to just talking on video is, is so helpful. And then you become even better at it, even if it's something that you're com- comfortable with. Um, yeah. And batch recording yeah. might be something that feels good to you. Or even, you know, if it's not habitual to you yet, put it in your calendar and try to make it a habit if it's something that you're just not doing. Um I want to talk about uh, building a personal brand because I could tell that that was something that's important to you. So tell me a little bit about why it's important to you and how you've been working on building your personal brand. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Improvements to your property? whether it's your personal residence or an investment property, helps increase what's called your basis, and it will help you pay less in taxes when you sell the property. So don't forget to always improve your properties. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. I like to just, you know, be like a touch and feel person where, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we're entering into this new space with AI and, you know, just, you're not sure, you know, I just had a a conversation with a couple that they were like very frustrated trying to get a hold of someone actually on the phone to answer their questions about a home that they were interested in. Um, And they found me through social media and just were like, so thankful that I was able to um, just show up for them and be like helpful and and giving insight and things that aren't just black and white. Like there's always a gray area and that's kind of where I come in to be able to provide and filter through um, all the emotions of of buying a home. And so I I just like to brand myself as someone that um, is going to do whatever it takes, that I'm not just working a, a nine to four job, like I'm available whenever they need me. Um, and, and, you know, just being a little bit more personable as far as, um, you know, just like, hey, you have kids, I have kids too. Like, let's be friends after we sell this house, you know, <laughs> like I'm always trying to, to make more friends and, and grow um, my network here in Nashville, um, still only being here, you know, less than 10 years. But I'm actually um, working more, I, I just had been on a team for five and a half years. So, <laughs> 
Um, moving to a new space of finding my own identity as a solo real estate agent. So it's been really exciting, and um, I hope to. Sorry, my dog is, of course, in my in my at home office. I can we never be away, dogs. you know. As <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the kids, it's the dogs. But um, totally. yeah, so I'm working on actually launching like my website and um, new logo and all of that later this year, but. You know, that was one thing. It's like I had all this pressure that I put on myself to, you know, have everything all buttoned up and, you know, in a perfect bow the minute that I was a solo agent. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do this my way and, and make it feel right. And so just taking time to really figure out what I want for, for my logo and website and all that to be is um, really important to me. And I feel like it will pay off in the long run. So I'll be sharing that once once it's all together, which I'm, I'm hoping will be uh, by the end of summer. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I love when people rebrand and, you know, come up with something creative like that. I know going through that process for me was also very stressful and trying to get somebody, you know, your graphic artist to be on the same page as you um, and feeling like, I don't want to offend them because I don't like that, but yet I need to make sure this is really good. And so that process was a lot, but at the other end of it was so rewarding having a brand that you feel confident behind and you want to post those colors and those fonts and it aligns with everything. You know, I just, I felt so good afterwards. So I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's needed. Um, I've just been, you know, thankfully I've been very busy. And so my attention has just been, you know, taking care of my clients. But it's definitely time. I've been a, a solo agent for a year now. And so, um, you know, I'm definitely ready to, and I'm part of an amazing brokerage that's local for um, the Nashville and Middle Tennessee area. But, um, you know, just to kind of take it up a level uh, of feeling, you know, a little bit more elevated is, is what I'm excited to do. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so let's talk about um, burnout. I feel like we don't talk about it enough, but I feel like it's so easy for women in general to get burned out because there's a lot of expectations at home for us. There's a lot of expectations in you know friend groups and then running a business. And so I feel like we're pulled in all these different directions. And um, if we don't take a moment to recognize burnout, it can really take over us. So Tell me a little bit about how you've experienced it and what have you done to overcome it? So in January, I remember feeling, which is a little odd because, you know, it's like, you know, the new month of the new year, but, you know, just also coming off from like the holiday season, you can feel just, you know, we're all very burnt out. And I just reached a very, you know, just hard point where I was like, I told my husband, like, I just need a day for me to like not look at my phone completely uh, disconnect and like not be there for somebody else, but just, you know, give myself a, a little bit of self care. And so I, I made like a whole at home spa day, like did a, a nice tub and then, you know, had the candles and all that, you know, poured me a, a glass of wine. And um, I think I even had like a box of chocolates. Like I made it like feel like I was, you know, in, in, in a different place, even though I was at home and I could hear my kids upstairs, but um, to me, it was like I just needed that time of like five hours locked in my bedroom and bathroom to just like decompress. And I remember coming out like feeling like a new person because I was just like washed away all the the worries and anxiety and just um, 
you know, kind of reset. And then I also laid in bed for two hours and watched Harry Potter, which is always the answer, you know, if you're going through a tough time, teleport (laughs) into a different world. So um, I did that and, you know, just it made my brain take a break. And so that's just an easy way to, you know, to to overcome burnout. And I told myself, you know, tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to get back with it. And sometimes when you just have like that reset day, I feel like that can help with the burnout because, um, being pulled in many different directions as a mom, especially, is hard. And when you're feeling that burnout, it reflects onto your kids and then they're not behaving well and they're stressed and, you know, they, they can feel what you're feeling. So um, take that time and, and do what you need to to regroup. What a great example to, you know, going upstairs and creating your own spa day. It's like something to where sometimes I think people think taking me time, it can cost a lot of money. It can be a lot of time away from my family when really you could just go upstairs and shut your door and watch Harry Potter. Like that is awesome. Great example. And I think that so many people in the real estate industry, I mean, I know so many people in the real estate industry um, because of the last couple years of how it's been. So many people tell me how burnt out they are. They're exhausted. And now they're exhausted. It's just a different exhausted. And it's just changing so fast that I think really taking, uh, being intentional when you're building out your calendar. um, If you're building out your calendar for, you know, the week coming up, then plug in something. Even if it's like 15 minutes a day where you're just like, you know what, I'm going to do this right in the middle of the day where I'm just going to focus on you know, closing my eyes and being in the moment and breath work or whatever it is, even those little things, if you insert them into your day can really make a huge difference when you're feeling that burnout. Yeah. And I even I filmed like a little TikTok on how I was feeling with my emotions that day. And I could, it was so cool because I could see it like, even as I was, you know, um, editing the video, like how my mood shifted from being, you know, extremely burnt out to feeling refreshed. And so even just a few hours made all the difference. And I'm glad I documented it. So that way I could share with other people and be like, oh, good. You know, she's also working um, and trying to deal with kids and feeling like she could pull her hair out at any minute. So (laughs) (laughs) all the time, all the time. Okay, so let's the, the funniest thing is so many women on this podcast have done something that you've also done. And I find it every time I read it, I think it's so funny. You wrote that you were writing a contract while you were in labor. <laughs> so yeah. it's so crazy. I mean, I'm like, I'm always shocked at the amount of women that do this. So tell me your experience. Yes. So I, um, I was getting induced. So I, I was, you know, you have a little bit of time to kill when you're getting induced, but, um, we were just waiting forever on the doctor and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything else at this moment. So I just, you know, popped open my laptop and, you know, had started writing. It was like at 5 a.m. So obviously no one was there to respond. But then it was like by the time um, I was, you know, a little bit further along, it's like when the negotiation actually started. So um, thankfully I, I did get the house under contract, but it was funny cause I was just like, I used it as like, listen, I don't have a ton of time to kill because I'm about to push a baby out. So we need to get, you know, we need to come to a, an agreement. And so everyone was like, you know, and I'm like, see, we don't, That's great. this is like a great example. It's like we don't have time for all this fluff, you know, of like the back and forth and waiting and dragging it out multiple days. And it made all the parties be like, 
you know, realize like, oh, we're going to yeah, hurry like, for this check. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. I love it. I was imagining like, you know, labor pains and you writing a contract, but that even, that is really good how you got basically how it went. I don't know. Well, I already had my epidural, so I was feeling great. And I was like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I definitely was not writing a contract. I actually had Bob Marley playing and was hanging out for, I don't know. I wasn't doing anything. I was just chilling. It was nice. My first labor. Yeah, well, I have that too. We have like, we had our speaker and I love music as well. And yeah, we were rocking out. And so that's what, you know, I like to tell my clients like, Hey, I'm going to be there for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And you can be like, there's proof. I did this at the, for this one client. So funny. Okay, we're going to wrap this up with a fun question, and here it is. So if you were given a superpower for a day, what would it be, and how would you use it to make a positive impact? So my superpower would be that I'd kind of be like a Cupid where I, like, can, you know, um, shower love on another person, and that would make them love everything around them. So kind of just, you know, spreading love, um, but forcing people to like love one another, which I think our world, you know, we're always so, you know, hung up on each other's differences and that makes us not, um, you know, get along. And I think if we just had a little bit more love and compassion towards one another, that that would be an amazing world to live in. So that would be my superpower. (laughs) I would have never expected somebody to say Cupid. And I love that you said that because it is so important right now for everyone to love each other. Everyone's so mad all the time. They need to be locking themselves. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it and I was like, I mean, obviously I'd love to fly, but if everyone just like loved one another and got along, like how cool would that be? Yeah. I would love to live in a world like that. It would. I mean, if people could take your advice of even like going up and like taking you time and going in the bathroom, taking a bath with a bottle of wine and chocolates, they would love each other. They would love more people too. So you have, I like your advice today. Aw, thank you. You've been so much fun to have on. And if anybody wants to connect with you on Instagram, because I know they're all dying to go look at your page now, what's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is at Rachel C underscore Foster. And I would follow you back. So please check me out and let me know. And we're all (laughs) excited to see your branding because we know it's coming now. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you, guys. This is Barbara with your tax coach. One of my favorite tax tips is called a 1031 exchange. It's where you have an investment property and you sell it for a gain. You can take that gain and put it into a new investment property and pay nothing in taxes. For more info, follow us on Instagram at your tax coach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com.